2: Well, hello and God bless you. This is Bishop Kevin J. Foreman, pastor of Urban Word Church International, located here in Denver, Colorado, the place where we are changing a generation by changing the way we do church. Listen, I am so excited that you're listening to this life-changing message brought to you by our Taking Over Media department. If this message is a blessing to you, please email us or contact us to let us know how this message has changed your life. I'd like to invite you to worship if you're here in the Denver area every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock a.m., we're located in 1551 South Monroe Street, Denver, Colorado, 80210. It's right off of East Florida Avenue and Colorado Boulevard. I am so excited about our new internet worship campus located at www.uword.org. There you can view services, live streaming every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, as well as view our on-demand broadcast as well. I'm so excited about what God wants to do in your life. And remember this, God can do anything but fail in your life. And if God said it, you believe it, and that settles it. You may be seated. And just shout out for the Lord as you're taking your seat this morning. I said, Shout out to him while you're taking your seat. Listen to this. I want to ask a very simple question today. Who told you you were naked? And if I could put a subtitle, I'd call it this, Identity Theft. You do know that the biggest uh, crime going on in our society today is the crime of identity theft. It's where one person fakes and presents themselves to be somebody that they are not. Anybody ever been a victim to identity theft? Let me tell you, if you've been a victim to identity theft, you know it ain't no laughing joke because you got to get your credit fixed and you got to get your stuff in order because somebody didn't came and they presented themselves that they were you but they really weren't you people have God, i need us to understand something today that the biggest issue that we deal with is not money i know that's shocking to you because you thought your biggest problem was you didn't make enough money but i'm here to tell you that money is not your issue somebody say money ain't my issue relationships is not the biggest issue that we deal with as people the biggest issue that we deal with is an issue of identity y'all ain't talking every issue that we deal with has to deal with the perspective in which we deal with it you know understand like this you remember this old adage that do you look at the cup half empty or half full well that's an issue of perspective So watch this. Depending on the identity that you hold and the identity that you carry determines the perspective you're going to look at things. Are y'all with me today? Watch this. Everybody talks about this. Well, Bishop, you just got to know who you are in Christ. And if you know who you are in Christ, everything's going to be all right. Here's the only problem with that. Don't nobody know what that means. Just be who you are in Christ. Yes, You know, just if you know who you are in Christ, everybody, and that sounds real nice to say. But the bottom line to it is, is that if you don't know what Christ has said about you, how are you going to be what Christ has said? Y'all are talking to me today. Please understand this. Let's look at Genesis chapter 3. I, I want to deal with this line by line, precept upon precept today. Now, just go to verse 1 of Genesis chapter number 3. Now, look what it says there. Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. I want you to notice a couple of things that God made the serpent. Watch this. He didn't just appear out of nowhere. Now, that's important to note because we got to understand the role that the enemy plays in our lives. I'm here to tell you that for 2000 years, the church has been giving more power to the devil than what he's really had. Please understand, Satan is a puppet. Satan has the ability to do nothing other than that what the Lord allows him to do. Stop blaming everything that's going wrong in your life. Well, that's the devil. Well, that's the devil. Maybe he ain't got that much power. Somebody say amen. Now look at this. The Bible says that he was more cunning than any beast of the field. In other words, he was deceitful. Watch this, watch this, watch this. But he presented himself so he didn't look suspect. You know, you've met people in your life that come into your life and they come in your life looking like they're after one thing and then all of a sudden the the real motive of their heart is something else. So the enemy comes looking like he's doing something other than what he's really trying to do. And then that word cunning has this kind of connotation, and I say this a lot. He's a pimp. Now, if you've ever met a real-life pimp, I don't know if they got him up here in Denver, but I know in the South we got real-life pimps, you know. Uh, if you've ever met a real-life pimp, you understand that a pimp, the only thing he's really got going for him is his mouth. He doesn't really have anything else going for him. He's only got a mouth, and so he uses that mouth. And, and some of y'all didn't met some pimps. And, you know, some, some of y'all got married to a few pimps. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't talking. But watch this. So he was cunning. He presented himself in a way that wouldn't look suspect. Why? Because he was going to talk to Eve when he goes to talk to Eve, let's look at what it says there. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree in the garden? Now, a couple of things are happening there. What the enemy was first getting her to do was to question that her husband had spoke to her. Mister, what are you talking about? You got to understand that when the Lord gave the command not to eat from the tree, that Eve had not yet been created. Are you with me? Understand, the Lord says, don't eat from that tree. But Eve had not yet been formed. If you look in chapter 2, you'll see that Eve was formed, but Eve was not formed until later on after the Lord had given that command. So what the enemy, what we've got to assume, rather, is that God told the man and that the man told his wife. Watch this. So what the enemy first attempted to do was to get her to question what her husband had told her about what God had said. Mr. So what are you talking about? That's why communication is the number one problem in a lot of relationships because nobody's communicating. Money ain't the issue. People say divorce is caused by money. That ain't the issue. Divorce is caused because people don't communicate about their money. So the, so the enemy gets, gets Eve to question now what God said to her husband. Here's the second thing though, and this one is more important than the first thing. He gets her to question whether or not what she knew about God was true. Y'all don't want to talk. Here's what the enemy will do. God will speak to you and he'll tell you, listen, go out there. You're looking for houses and your credit is shot. You know what I'm saying? You're applying for jobs and yet you don't qualify for them. So God will tell you to do these incredible things. Then the enemy will come in and say to you, did you really hear from God? Because if you heard from God, things would be going better. Y'all ain't going to talk to me, but I know I'm telling the truth. If you really were living for God, shouldn't things be going better than the way that they're going? So he gets us to question... But God said, now look at here, go to verse number two, and the woman said to the serpent, now let me say this, men, if your wives are talking to snakes, you probably ought to stop them. Here's the only problem, though: a snake don't walk up on you and say, listen, I'm a snake and I'm about to deceive you. Y'all ain't talking to me. That's why in family relationships, parents, it's very important that you're monitoring who your kids is talking to. If they live in your house, they ain't got their own life. You get your own life when you pay your own rent. Y'all ain't going to talk to me today. You got kids living in your house and they got their own condo in your house. Give me my privacy. You want some privacy? Get a J-O-B and you can have all the privacy you want. Y'all ain't talking. That was for free. i threw that in. Look at what he says. But the fruit of the tree of which is in the midst of the garden. Now that word midst means the center. In other words, it was the thing that God had set apart. That's just like the tithe. God has set that apart and he says, that's mine. Don't touch it. Look at what he says. He says, but the fruit of the tree, which is the midst of the God, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall ye touch it, lest you die. Now, look at verse four. When the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Now, wait a minute. That's an exact contradiction to what God spoke. God said, if you touch it, you're going to die. The woman or the serpent rather comes to the woman. and says the exact opposite. Look at this. Look at this. Let me say this to us, people of God. When the Lord speaks things to us and somebody comes and says something contrary to what God has already spoken to us, that ain't God. Y'all ain't talking to me. You know you've had dreams and plans and then some dream killer walked up in your face talking about, well, that ain't going to work. I don't know how you're going to do that. That ain't going to happen. You need to tell them, talk to the hand because the face don't understand. Y'all ain't talking to me. Y'all remember that stuff y'all used to play? You know, all that, all that. and You move your neck real good. (laughs) look at verse 5 for God knows that in that day the day that you touch it you eat of it your eyes will be open and you will be like God knowing good and evil now here's the only problem with that is Satan the serpent he tempted her with something she already had he said in the day you eat of it you're going to be just like God The only problem is, is my Bible tells me 1 and 26, Genesis 1 and 26, that we were already in his image and in his likeness. So Eve was already like her daddy. People of God, you didn't hear what I just said. When the enemy comes in, he tempts you with something you already got. What do you think sex and all that's all about? He's trying to tempt you. If you get this, you'll be happy. If you drink these booze, you'll be happy. If you go out with him, you'll be happy. And he's trying to tempt you with something you've already been given. The Bible declares that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Y'all, 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 you get that on the way home. He says, he says, he says, if you eat of this, you'll get something you already got. The only problem with it is that in you eating from it, you got to be disobedient to what daddy said. Oh, y'all, y'all know, y'all know. How many people got kids? Wave at me. If you got kids, you got. Well, so, you know, you tell your kids, listen, when you get ready to go in the grocery store. Don't touch nothing. Don't mess with that. don't Don't even look at nothing because you ain't. We come in here to get what well, we come to get on this list. And if it ain't on this list, we ain't getting it. And then what's the first thing, especially if you got a little boy, what's the first thing he does? Mommy! He walk up to you with something you said don't touch. Now here's the deal. Was it about you trying to keep it from him? No, but you wanted him to get it in the parameters that you had set. Same thing with our relationship with God. He ain't trying to keep good things from you. He just wants you to get it in the parameters that he set. Stop thinking that God don't want you to be blessed. Stop thinking that God is trying. I remember growing up in the church thinking that if I did something wrong, the lightning was going to strike me. And the moment I made a bad decision, that ain't how God works. Baby, if he didn't want you here, you wouldn't be here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now look, look there at verse 6. This is the problem right here. This is the problem right here. So then the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise. So she took of its fruit and ate. She gave also to her husband with her, and he. here's the problem. Look at me. Here's the problem. She started reasoning with herself about something God had commanded. Y'all don't get that. She started negotiating with herself about something that God said. That's why we make that faith declaration all the time that if God said it, we believe it, and that settles it. Because we can't think that we know other than God. I know you went to college and you got more degrees than a thermometer, but baby, I'm here to tell you that if daddy said it, you got to do it the way daddy said to do it. And so here's what we find ourselves doing. What Eve really ate was a thought independent of God. You you, you didn't hear what I just said. Eve ate a thought independent of God. Watch this. Because now God was no longer going to be her source. Single ladies, if you, you got to get that right there. Please understand, a man is not your source. I ain't care if he make $100,000 a year. If he crazy, he crazy. I made a lot of money. Y'all ain't talking to me. Please understand. So what Eve did was she started thinking independent of what God had spoken to her. And so she eats that. Th- Look at what it says. She reasoned with herself. Now, how are you going to negotiate with God? I, I, listen, I know, and I know, and I know women tend to be really good negotiators. You know, you go into the store and pick up something off the sale rack and get another 20% off because they didn't notice that it was a pin mark at the bottom. Y'all ain't talking. Y'all ain't talking. But so what happened is, is that Eve starts trying to negotiate with herself about something that God had said. People are like, I'm here to tell us that sometimes faith won't make sense. Sometimes what God tells us to do won't make sense. Sometimes God walk around the building for seven days. Then on a seventh day, walk around it seven times. That don't make no sense. Okay, Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't going to talk to me. Maybe it just don't make no sense to me. I'd be tired and hungry. Like, Lord, woo wee You sure he said something? What if we do it next week? Because, you know, I'm really busy this upcoming weekend. Watch this. Watch this. But she reasoned with herself, and she ate a thought that was independent of God. Now, look at verse 7. then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked. Then they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. Watch this. Watch this. God had made them to be naked. Watch this. He had made them to be transparent. He had made them so that there were no places or secret pockets where they could hide anything, not only from themselves, but from him. So when they ate this start independent of God what ends up happening is that they discover that they are transparent. <laughs> they discover that all their business is out. But here's what I didn't understand. The next verse the, 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 the end part to verse 7 gets me. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. Here's what that baffles me. There was only two people there. And some animals and God. So really, who were they trying to cover themselves from? Wasn't no other people there. Please understand, part of being a husband and wife involves nakedness. I know y'all won't talk about that. I know you ain't supposed to talk about nakedness in church. But nakedness is part of being married. How do you think they'd be fruitfully multiplied? Babies don't drop out of the sky. But Watch this. Watch this. They made for themselves coverings. So who, well, the question is, who were they hiding themselves from? Watch this. What those coverings did, those fig leaves did, is what they did is now they introduced shame. Because now the man is ashamed that he's got all his business exposed. And now the woman is ashamed that she's got all of her business exposed. And here's the problem with all of that, people of God. The problem with that is that whenever we think that we've been exposed, we immediately start putting up walls. Y'all ain't talking. Those are walls of protection that we put up. And so we try to hide from each other. We try to put on facades and masks in front of you. How you doing? I'm blessing, highly favored, empowered to prosper. knowing you're going through hell and that person could have prayed with you. But you've been ashamed. Watch this. You've been uncovered. And so now your head's down and you're ashamed. And so now you're trying to put up fig leaves. God didn't come up with this whole clothing thing. I'm glad He does today. I'm glad we got clothes today. Amen. Watch this. But He didn't come up with that. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And they heard the sound, verse 8, and they heard the sound. Now, that word sound literally means the voice of God, or the spirit of God, or the breath of God. Please understand that the Bible says that his sheep know his voice. So they heard that daddy was coming. You remember, you remember some of you, if you grew up and and, and you had your mom and your daddy in the house, and you did something, your mama found out, and she didn't want to deal with it. She said, Wait till your daddy get home. Okay, y'all ain't talking to me, right? Watch this. So daddy shows up, he says, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Adam and his wife, they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called to Adam and said, where are you? What I think is interesting about God is that God could be able to see anywhere. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's he's got all power in his hands. So Adam hiding behind this tree wasn't going to stop nothing. What I find that's interesting about that, though, is that Adam actually thought he could hide. And people of God, that's a lot like us today. We actually think that we can hide from God. There are gifts and callings that God has put on the inside of you. And no matter where you go, you always find yourself working and operating in those gifts and working and operating in those callings, because when you are called, you can't hide. Are you with me? Look at what he says. The Lord says, where are you? So Adam says to the Lord, he says, I heard your voice. I heard, I saw your spirit coming in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and so I hid myself. People of God, when we find ourselves ashamed, we shouldn't hide ourselves from God. We should immediately run to God. You understand? When, listen, when we find ourselves in situations that we regret, we ought to not run from God. We ought to run to God and say, listen, daddy, I messed up. Y'all ain't talking. But Adam, you know, Adam has some issues. Adam, he hid himself. He said, because I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. But here's what Adam was really saying. This is the Bishop Foreman translation. So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was scared of who you made me to be. And I hid myself. Listen to me. People got to get this. God made them to be naked They were intended to be that way. So Adam and Eve come up with this thought that they cannot be what God has ordained for them to be. Ah, Y'all don't hear me? Prisons are full of people today that ran and hid themselves trying not to be what God had ordained for them to be. You don't hear what I'm saying. Graveyards are full of people that died with potential and died with vision because they were running trying to hide from what God had designed. Eat. Look at it. 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 it says in verse 11. And the Lord said to him, who told you that you were naked? I love the Lord because God knew the answer to the question when he asked the question. You know how you ask a person a question and you just asking them a question to see whether or not they're going to tell you the truth. And so, you know, good and doggone well, where you been all day. And you know, because you already talked to your homegirl and so, you, you know, let you know what's going on. Where you been? Oh, baby, I, I, psh, I, man, I, you know, working late. <laughs> How you work late on a nine to five, I don't understand that. Watch this. Watch this. Look at this. Who told you you were naked? In other words, who told you that that was a bad thing? Who told you that you were too tall? Who told you you were too short? Who told you you were too light? You were too dark? You were too this, you were too that. Who told you that? Says, he says, did you do what I told you not to do? And, and look at Adam. Now, I talk a lot about this because we find so much. You can learn so much from Genesis. There's, if you ever want to figure out how to correct the thing, you got to always go back to the beginning to find out how to correct the thing. And so this is, I, I love, the man says, it was the woman you gave me to be with. She gave me of the tree. And then so I ate. What's sad about this, and men of God, we got to watch this and we got to be mindful of this. Men suffer from self-esteem issues far greater than women do. This is what you're talking about. Men may not be as visual or emotional about it. But men, generally speaking, can suffer from self-esteem issues on a greater level. Because here's why. He didn't even know who told him that. Y'all did to get that. He thought it was the woman that told him he was naked and naked wasn't good enough. But it wasn't a woman. And this is what I love about women is that the woman saw the devil. Y'all ain't talking. The woman recognized who the culprit was. Please understand this. Please understand this. Look there verse number 14. The Lord God said to the serpent, and he goes on and he curses the serpent. And the serpent, he curses him to slither on his belly and all that. And then he says to the woman, I'm going to put enmity between you and the devil. Women, I've told you this before. You are the devil's enemy because in here we find that that the word of God, the curse is that. You women, your seed would be the enemy to the devil you understand that? That's why women face so many greater attacks uh, in life as it pertains to situations. What do you think keeping women down from voting and keeping women from, from uh, uh, political offices and all of that and the years of oppression that women have suffered, all of that has been because women are the enemy of the devil. And when women come together and stand in the place that God has ordained for them to stand in, there is nothing that's impossible for them. That's why we got the women's ministry waiting to exhale because I got to get some strong women in this church that can stand up and be everything that God has ordained for them to be. Because you're the devil's enemy, not me. Y'all don't hear what I just said. The enmity ain't between man and the devil. It's between woman and the devil. You don't, okay, y'all, okay, I'm going to leave that alone. That's another day. Says to the woman, I'm going to greatly multiply your sorrow in your conception. In other words, in pain, you should bring forth children. Ladies, I'm sorry, Adam and Eve messed it up for you. It wasn't supposed to hurt to have children. And depending on what level of, Drug you get when you're there, it may not hurt you either, you know, depending on how you do it. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So the question is this the question is who told Adam that he was naked? That's what the Lord asked. And Adam did not recognize that it was not Eve. I says, Here's what I need us to get. Here's what I need to get. So a deeper question is who was Adam hiding from? Watch this. Was he hiding from God? Was he hiding from his wife? Or was he hiding from himself? Y'all ain't talking. Please understand. That's why so many people like to be alone. Excuse me, do not like to be alone. If you find a lot of people that got a lot of issues in their life, it's because they try to keep too many people around them. And please understand, when you got too many people around you that are going a direction different than you, you're going to find yourself in, in a lot of trouble because now you got things pulling on you that shouldn't be pulling on you. And so a lot of people don't want to be alone. They don't want to be alone because they finally will have to deal with themselves. Stop jumping from relationship to relationship. You don't. You keep doing that because you don't want to deal with you. Y'all ain't talking. Every time you turn around, you got a new best friend, your BFF forever. Watch this, watch this. Why? Because you don't want to deal with you. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. So, the question is, who told you something that was a lie? Watch this. Or something that was the truth, and you started believing it and living it out. Y'all ain't talking to me. Please let say, maybe you used to be promiscuous, and somebody called you a whoremonger. And so now you started believing that about yourself. And so now that's what you think you are. Okay, y'all ain't going to talk today. Let me, let, me go th- let me talk to the viewing audience since y'all going to talk back to me. Please understand, people of God, there has been a theft. And I'm here to tell you that it has been your identity. Somebody told you something and you started believing it. In the garden, God asked the question, but it could have only been one of three people. Listen, God asked him, who told you that you were naked? But God knew that there was only Eve there. The serpent that was there and Adam that was there. Watch this. Now, listen, if you're taking notes, this is a good place to take notes. Eve was tricked into thinking that she was going to gain something she already had. And please understand, that's what happens a lot of times. People bouncing from relationship to relationship trying to be happy. People thinking that if I just had more money, if I had eight more jobs, I'd, I'd be more happier. People thinking that someone or something is going to offer them something that they don't already have. People are God, like, I'm here to tell you that nothing can offer you anything. You didn't hear what I just said. If you can't be whole and complete within you, I don't care who he is. It could be Denzel. And he ain't going to bring you happiness. Y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't want to talk. Watch this. Watch this. If you don't love who God has made you to be, nobody or nothing will be able to satisfy you. Why? Because you're looking for something you already got. People of God, listen to this now. So that's Eve. Eve was tricked. Eve was tricked. Eve was tricked. But now Adam, Adam was interesting because he let his wife talk to an animal. Uh huh. He deliberately disobeyed what he heard God say, and he tried to hide from God. This is the funny part. Behind the tree. You can see me. What's <laughs> this? I don't think that worked. But that's just like how some of us will do. We'll hide behind things that really don't work. (laughs) You don't hear what I'm saying. You'll hide behind being a workaholic because you really don't want to have to deal with reality. You really don't want to have to deal with the issues that are facing you. You don't don't understand what I'm saying. What's sad about Adam is he didn't even know where the source of his shame came from. It wasn't Eve. It was the devil. Watch this. Watch this. Are y'all still with me today? Am I helping anybody today? Understand this. I told you that men can suffer from self-esteem issues more than a woman. And what's that is that men will blame their issues on everybody else. <laughs> yeah. But themselves. Oh, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. You're driving with him and he get lost. Well, listen, if you hadn't told me to turn this way, well, I didn't tell you to do nothing. And I'm guilty. Yeah. Let me raise everything. Don't y'all be saying amen loud right there. Y'all say amen loud on that stuff. <laughs> Watch this. So a man will point fingers at everybody else. If my daddy was there, if my mama didn't do me like that, if cousins poking them was like that. But please understand, they never will admit that the issue's right here. Michael Jackson sang a song, and I know Mikey got some issues, but we got to pray for him. But listen, he said, sometimes you got to look at the man in the mirror. And ask him to change his ways. Now, I'm talking generally. Every man ain't like that. I'm talking generally. Here's what I find interesting. Let me move on. I got to move on. to a second time. The serpent. Somebody said the serpent. Now, here's what I need us to understand. The serpent was a whisperer. Watch this. Watch this. Now, we think of the devil's nature to lie. And we say, oh, the devil is a liar. And, and, and that's part of his nature. But listen to this. The first thing that Satan did recorded in Scripture was tell the truth. Let me let that marinate. The first thing the devil did was tell the truth. Mister, <laughs> what you talking about. Well, if you look at what he says in that day, you'll become like God, knowing the difference between good and evil. Now, if you skip down to chapter uh, chapter uh, three, verse 22, then the Lord God said, behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. So Satan didn't tell a lie. Y'all ain't talking. He told the truth. But there's a problem because there's two kinds of truth. I've been teaching you about this. There is facts, and then there is truth. We walk by truth. We walk by what God says. The Greek word is pistis for faith there. We walk by truth, what God says about a situation, and not by facts. But here's the point I want us to see is that the devil didn't have to lie to her, he told her the truth. Here's the problem, though. You that may have been true then. But it ain't true now. (laughs) You don't hear me. You may have been crazy and out of your mind then. But baby, that ain't now. Y'all ain't talking. You may have made some mistakes then, but that ain't right now. Aren't you glad that the grace of God covered you when you didn't even know you needed to be covered? So he's a whisperer. Now watch this. Watch this. He says that they were going to become like God in a greater way. Now watch this. Human, uh, human, hey, Eve, she blamed the devil. Watch this. Because she didn't want to take responsibilities for her own actions because it's easy blaming the devil. Ooh, y'all ain't talking to me. I know this is, this is a little difficult to swallow because it's easy for us to blame stuff on the devil. The devil made me do it. Y'all remember uh, Water Boy? That's the devil. Bobby Boucher's mama. Y'all, y'all know, some of y'all got that in your VCR right now. Don't blame me. Watch this, watch this, watch this. It's easy to blame the devil now because because we don't have to take responsibility for our actions. So they cut your lights off. That's just the devil. No, you didn't pay your Excel bill. That's what that is. Mm-hmm, that's what that, the devil came out here and repossessed my car. No, baby, you didn't pay your car note and you didn't call the bank to let them know you was going to be late. OK, y'all don't want to talk to me. Y- y'all don't want to talk to me understand it 's easy to blame the enemy. The only problem with that excuse people of God is this now certainly the enemy has uh, you know can sometimes affect circumstances, those kinds of things, but understand Satan is a whisperer he ain 't got no power. I remember one year I had got myself. I totaled a vehicle I had. I was talking about this a few few weeks ago, and I totaled a vehicle that I had. My, the very first car I ever had, I got on some snow, and I, I totaled the vehicle. And I was really, really upset, and I was really, you know, because I thought it was brand new to me. And I totaled my car. And watch this. When I was driving, though, now I'd never driven on snow in a stick. But watch this. But watch this. That wasn't the problem. The problem was is that I heard whispering. Watch this. Watch this. This is crazy. He's hearing voices. Now listen. Watch this. I knew I should have slowed down. Watch this. But as opposed to slowing down, I said, wait a minute. This is my brand new car. Watch this. I know what I'm doing. And so when I got ready to slow down, Watch this. There was some whispering and people are like, God. you got to be able to discern the voice of God and the voice of the enemy. Because sometimes you're listening to voices and you got, vo- I always feel like somebody watching me. You got voices going on in your head and you got to be able to know whether or not that's God or that's the enemy. Watch says, God ain't trying to keep secrets from us. Watch this. So I heard this voice. And it said, you can do it. I says, you a man. All of my manhood was wrapped up around that bus stop. You know, hear what I'm saying? Watch this, watch this, watch this. So what the enemy did, watch this, people of God, is that he'll whisper something to you. Watch this. That's a thought independent of God. It's a dangerous thing when you get a bunch of people together to start thinking. Because if there's no leadership from God in the place and you got a bunch of people thinking, you ain't going to have nothing but a mess on your hands. Y'all ain't talking to me. Understand this, understand this, understand this. Here's what the enemy does. The Bible says he's the accuser of the brother. He will whisper something to you. God ain't really going to do what he said he's going to do. You ain't going to make it. Okay, y'all don't want to talk. Let me talk about me. This ain't going to happen for you. You ain't never going to be married. You ain't never going to find no good man. You ain't never going to find that. You ain't never going to find that. And then what he'll do is he'll whisper it to you in an effort to get you to speak it. Because it don't become law until you speak it. People of God, and when you speak it, then what he does is he takes it, and he accuses you before God. He's the accuser of the brethren. So what he does is he says, listen, since they spoke it out of their mouth, God, your word declares they got to have it. Y'all y- 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 don't hear what I'm saying. Because people of God, if we understood that, we'd be slow to speak. Some of us need to learn how to stop running our mouths because we run our mouths and we say, well, I'm just saying what the facts are. Who cares about the facts? If the facts ain't what God says about it, to hell with your facts. You're only talking and it's difficult. I know it's difficult because when you got hell going on around you and circumstances going on around you, it's easy to speak. I ain't going to be able to afford that. I ain't going to be able to do that. I ain't going to be able to handle that. I can't never. Oh, I ain't never going to be had. Uh, we ain't never going to be over TV. And watch it now. Watch this. Watch this. People of God. So what he does is he whispers to get you to speak. To get you to question what you heard God say. Some of the issues that we deal with. I'm taking my time because I want to make sure we get this. Some of the issues that we deal with are simply because we got two voices. And because we've not disciplined our flesh. Watch this. We don't know who's talking. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Watch this. Here's the difference. God will always confirm what he's spoken to you. God will never say go get something and then not anoint you to be able to get it he'll never say get a house and then not allow you to be able to keep it he'll never say get a car and not allow you to be able to afford it because when he blesses he blesses with no sorrow y'all ain't talking Watch this but the enemy comes in watch this and he whispers he slithers he's slithering whispering that ain't gonna work that ain't gonna happen who you think you are? You ain't never going to get what you're praying for. You ought to just curse God and die. But I'm so thankful that there was a man named Job. <laughs> and Job was able to say, listen, God, I don't understand why this is going on. But you know the first thing God did after the last mess- or Job did after the last messenger came to him with bad news? He fell on his knees and he worshiped. Because Job knew that if he ran his mouth, he was going to open himself up to something. And people of God, I'm here to say to you that when trouble comes your way, shut your mouth and get on your knees and worship. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And we clapping, but the question is, what are you going to do tomorrow when somebody comes and says something to you? Are you going to say, oh, I knew this was going to be. it's always something. Baby, if you keep speaking, that is always going to be something. Are you with me? God, the Holy Ghost, brings conviction. Satan brings condemnation. Conviction is you made a wrong turn. Stop. Go this way. Condemnation is you made a wrong turn. You're never going to be able to get it right. You're never going to be able to move in what God has ordained for you to move in. You understand that? Holy Ghost brings conviction. Enemy brings condemnation now i'm almost done now god now his first question to mankind i think this is interesting is man why are you ashamed the very first question god ever asked mankind is not you know you know you like this new earth how you like that garden them zebras acting right you know his very first question people of god is why are you ashamed who told you that watch this watch this who said you weren't good enough? I says God was saying to mankind, he was saying, who's been lying to you and you've been believing it? People of God, that's what we got going on with our young people. BET and VH1 and MTV have been talking to them and they've been believing it. Y'all ain't talking to me. Please understand, somebody's talking, the question is, who's listening? You don't hear what I'm saying? The issue we face in life, y'all, is that, you know, people, and, you know, and I talk a lot about David. People love David because David, you know, David, he, he's like us. You know, he's got issues. Anybody else going to be real with me this morning and say, listen, I got some issues. Please understand, I know your halos are spilling. I, I understand we angels. I understand all that. And I understand all that. But, but understand some of us got issues. Watch this. And God is the only one that can fix them. Watch this. But the only way he's able to fix them is that when we listen. Are y'all listening to me today? Watch this. So God is really asking man. He's saying, Adam, I have forgiven you, but why haven't you forgiven yourself? Y'all ain't talking. He says, Adam, I love you. And if I love you, why do you hate who you are? He said, God, we were ashamed and we were afraid because we were naked. But naked was how he made them. Y'all ain't talking. See, there's people in here, and and if you'll be honest with yourself, there's things that you've not liked about yourself because somebody told you it was something negative. And so you thought, Lord, you know, know, because you had this. I remember when I first, you know, I wore contacts. I remember when I first started wearing glasses and somebody called me four eyes. And I was like, oh, God, I got to get these glasses off my face. Okay, y'all don't want to talk, but, you know, four eyes is very hurtful words. I was very hurt. (laughs) Watch this. And when you believe it, you'll start acting like it. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Watch this. Hurting people always hurt people. And so if you got an issue treating people right, it's not because you got an issue with them, it's because you got an issue with yourself. If you got an issue loving people, it's not because you got an issue with other people, it's because you got an issue with yourself. And baby, until you stop the insanity and look at the man or woman or boy or girl in the mirror and say, listen, my identity has been stolen. The good news is, I know a detective. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. That can find it for you. Somebody say amen. People cheat on their spouses, not because of sex, because of sex. It's because they don't like who they are. And when you don't like who you are, you'll go to anything that affirms you. Y- 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 y'all ain't gonna talk to me today. 90% of the issues we face in life are because of shame. Look at them and say, neighbor, who told you you were naked? Listen to this. I'm I'm almost there. Most people are scared of being transparent because it makes us vulnerable. So we cover ourselves in fig leaves and we try to hide. We try to hide. And, you know, church is is a great place to find fig leaves because everybody got to be churchy. Y'all ain't talking. Everybody gotta put on a good church face. Everybody gotta, how you doing? Oh, I just lifted, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. And you got to have your good church face on. Knowing that you got issues going on in your life, but because you've been accustomed to putting up fig leaves. Yeah, hi. Y'all, y'all know, you know a good churchy person when you find them. They always talking that Christianese. How you, do? oh, the Lord has just been working mightily in my life. You know, listen, why don't you be real with me? Because as long as you want to fake the funk, I can fake it with you. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? My question is this. How could being real with God hurt you? Adam was hiding from God, y'all. How could warning to God and say, God, yeah, we did what we weren't supposed to do. Well, guess what? We sorry. We sorry. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Putting on masks hurt. You know why? It's very simple. Can I be real deep with you? Let me be real deep. Putting on masks hurt because you got to glue them to your face. I said, the only problem is when it's time for you to take it off, it's still attached. I said, and so now what you're trying to do is you're trying to be real, but you don't even really know who you are because you got a mask on. Y'all no, ain't talking. Watch this, people of God. God's desire for us is that we understand that the way he has made us is good enough. This, this is simple. I've heard it before. I know it's simple. The question is, when are we going to start walking like it? Who are you in Christ? Revelations 1.6. He has made you to be a king and he has made you to be a priest. You were called not to just be able to come in church and shout all day. You were called to be able to take that shout and go to change your workplaces. You were called to be able to take that shout. When you go to the car wash, somebody gets saved because there's something radiating off of you. Y'all ain't talking to me. That's who we've been called to be. We have not called to take sides. We have been called to take over. People of God, God is raising up a generation now. And watch this. I'm still in the Back to Basics series. This is the last message in this series. If we don't walk in what God has ordained for us to walk in, watch this. A whole nother generation will miss God. Everybody stand to your feet. Stand on your feet. I want to encourage us today. So, to Bishop, there's this is a little simple message today. It's very simple. Identity theft. Sometimes we make ourselves to be things because we think that's what somebody else wants. And so you become A, B, and C because you think that's what this man wants and that's what this woman wants and that's what this person wants. And people of God, I'm here to tell you that if you're not in love with who God has made you to be, nobody else can make you happy.